Hi everybody, my name is Bobby D'Souza from the Bobby D'Souza Show. Today, I am privileged to have a conversation with Gautam, Gautam Ganglani. Uh, Gautam has over 25 years of experience as a business entrepreneur, as a part of a father and a son team. He runs a very successful speaker agency called as Right Selection. Uh, he's worked very, very closely with world-renowned authors and global thought leader leaders like Marshall Goldsmith, Brian Tracy, Whitney uh, Johnson, Rita McGrath, and of course, Ron Kaufman. Today, the topic of discussion that we want to have in a very candid style is about leadership in time of change. So, Gotham, how are you doing? How, how are things with you? Great, thanks, Bobby. It's an absolute pleasure and privilege to be on your show. Thank you for uh, the invitation. Looking forward to sharing my insights and experience with you and your viewers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Gautam. So, Gautam, the topic of discussion that we want to have today is about leadership in times of change. And from the earlier conversation that we had, I've realized that you've been speaking to a lot of corporate leaders. I wanted to know from you, what is the pulse of what the leaders are thinking right now in the times of uncertainty when possibly the lockdown is almost closing but the impact of it may stay for a long time. So what do you think is the pulse of the leaders right now? What are they thinking? Thanks for that great question Bobby. Before I answer that, I just want to put some context into it. Is it first and foremost, you say leadership in times of change. Change is one thing that's absolutely consistent um, you know, in any entrepreneurship uh, career in any leadership role, um, change is constant. So, I guess the challenges that come from every change that keeps varying. But we've been through financial calamities in the past. You've come through changes in teams. For me personally, I was spent my 20 years in the UK, 20 years in London, uh, sorry, in Dubai. I had the challenge of different cultures, different ways of doing business. So today, yes. COVID-19, today coronavirus, this sort of phase and under lockdown is a new change, is a new challenge. But as a change, as a leader, um, those who I've spoken to, it's embracing change. The moment you move your mindset to acceptance, that's the first significant step. Because what I've found with some leaders, and I've gone through it myself in the past, um, and I'd say this is the biggest change I've ever gone through. But I'm so grateful that I made the right decision to move my mindset to acceptance within 48 hours of the lockdown being announced at the first instance uh, back in March. And the moment you move to acceptance, you move away from anxiety, stress, uncertainty, etc. Those are a given. There's nothing we can do about those. But once you move to acceptance, as a leader, and the leaders who are really thriving in today's situation, who those who embrace change and realize that you, once we accept, the brain moves to what do we do about it today? What can we do today? What is in our control? What changes can we make to build ourselves, become more resilient personally, bring, become more resilient as a company and be stronger and even better for the new future that we are about to uh, look forward to in the coming months and coming years. Absolutely. Uh, what I really like is in the simplicity, how you brought this aspect of, uh, you know, as soon as people start accepting the change, the earlier they accept it, the better for them. But at the same time, it's not an easy process, right? Uh, you also mentioned earlier that as an entrepreneur, you have to go through different times of change, just that this change is uniquely different and is a universal change. 
do you think right now uh, the leaders around the world corporate leaders specifically do you think they've been able to accept the change really well as in from your own observations um I, it's a general generic answer you know all i would say is that every leader they're going to remain a leader whether they're at a mid level senior level or the ceo of an organization each and every one of us is a leader we're a leader of our families we're a leader of our companies we're a leader of our teams mm-hmm. so let me make that's called each and every one of you who are listening and watching this video each of you is a leader you have a responsibility to your family you're a leader in that space you have a responsibility to your team or to your company coming to answer your question specifically at the end of the day everyone is responding according to their uh mindset and some leaders are already embraced it very quickly some have embraced it very recently some are yet to embrace the acceptance of the new world we're living in they were living in the hope that things would get back to normal i think that reality is dropped now and people realize this is not something that's going away very soon as a bare minimum is going to be this entire year and one thing that's coming up across all the leaders who are really switched on are saying at best it's a hybrid model between the old world that we lived in and the new virtual world that we're living in that's the optimist that's the absolute best but going back to the previous world i don't think any leader in their right mindset is is thinking that there's even a remote possibility of the world going back to how it was so the optimist is by the end of the year we'll have a hybrid model where we take precautions we take you know all the necessary uh, hygiene points and then are taking a calculated risk as we go out even when the cure comes uh it doesn't going to it's just going to bring some kind of stability but it's still going to be a hybrid model of doing business and i think uh that's what i would share with you mm. so what you're also saying right now is basically what we're going through right now could possibly be the new normal right normal and the faster people accept it they will start finding solutions as to how can they be creative in finding solution adapting and also helping the teams to work together correct right for me challenges is something that exists for each one of us mm. so i can share with you a personal story yes. for myself is that i grew up in london um and at the age of 13 i was in a school in the uk one of the very few indians in that school and i went through a very uncomfortable uh, experience at the age of 13 where i was bullied teased humiliated made fun of etc so it was very uncomfortable i felt alone as many leaders even feel today you feel alone at the top so there was a was solitude i went into a shell and i internalized that challenge as my own problem i went to my dad and i said to my dad i said nothing makes any sense this challenge seems something beyond me and i find no purpose nothing it's i'm confused i'm anxious i'm stressed he said i'm going to give you three pieces of advice which is going to help you today and for the rest of your life for every challenge that you go through mm. and i share this story because it's a personal story really i have anchored in my life whatever i come through and that is surround yourself with the right people mm. continuously learn and take action i applied that in my teenage years change schools the people i surrounded with were different they uplifted me they inspired me they were fun to be with i suddenly was inclined to learn because of the frame of mind i was in and the mindset was more of um positive energy because the people i was around and i took action and my grades improved i had a great set of friends i've never looked back does that mean as a leader today i don't have challenges no we all have challenges mm. but today if i'm going to give some advice to those listening today whatever you're going through people have financial challenges health challenges relationship challenges business challenges 
I've spoken to more than 60 to 65 people in the last two months on a one-to-one -one basis. And it is one thing I've learned is many people are going through all four challenges simultaneously. So that itself is, some people have one or four of those challenges, but to be people have got all four. You're confined in your home and you have to run your entire life of your health and do your physical fitness in your home, your relationships with your spouse and your children, your relationships with your team, and you've got to manage your finances. Um, so there's a lot to manage. So when you're managing that, what's most important is surrounding yourself with the right people. That starts with your home. Are you surrounding yourself with the environment of your family where they're positive, they're energetic? Have you created your own ecosystem at home which uplifts you, makes you feel good about yourself? Does that with your team as a leader. So you need to make sure you surround your team with uplifting, positive, friendly energy. Then continuously learn. We have a chance today like never before to learn either a new skill or to enhance skills we already have. For me, I was technology averse. I would always have a team member or someone else. Today, I'm in love with technology. I have embraced technology, which every leader needs to do. If they've not done it now, they better do it before they become redundant. Because technology is a part of our world. It was something like a percentage of everyone's business. At best, it'll be 50-50. Currently, it's like 80% online and 20% offline. It's going to move at best to 50-50. So your organization needs to embrace technology as a team and embrace technology in terms of the way you serve your customers. So that's your learning part. And then above all is taking action. You can read the best books. You can watch great videos. You can attend webinars. But what new action are you taking in your life? So to me, in summary, surround yourself with the right people, both at home and the people you communicate with, the people you spend time with, even if it's online, you have a chance to build meaningful relationships online. Mm. Then continuously learn, learn from people, learn from webinars. And last but not least, most importantly, is take action. Take new action every day. Take new action to be healthier. Take new action to be financially stable. Take new action to, you know, pivot your business and take more action to be happier and healthier overall. Over to you, Bobby. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Gautam, just one question. And I think this question is something I had even before uh, this podcast interview uh, and I've been following a lot of your work and I see that there are there is a lot of consistent action that you've been taking consistently so what's that secret of yours that even in times of change like that that you could be so consistent whether it's uh, you know your videos on LinkedIn whether they are your interviews what helps you or is there one tool that you could suggest to leaders entrepreneurs people around uh, who know how to ensure that they can be consistent with action specific what do you think to me i have applied those three habits i just shared in the earlier question that my dad guided me and that to me is the absolute key to my drive every day is that i surround myself with uplifting positive people i'm constantly speaking communicating spending time with people who are positive inspirational Updating. I continuously learn. To me, learning is that I am watching a webinar a day, I'm reading a book, I'm listening to podcasts. So constantly, my brain is being filled with positive thoughts. I take repeated action, as you mentioned, consistently. I mean, if I had to say, I'm deeply passionate about transforming lives, personally. I'm excited each and every day. Business, yes, money comes and goes in life. But when I get up, I'm super excited every single day. I've got this drive and total belief that through the value that right selection creates and through me that I create through right selection is that we provide, we educate, we engage and we inspire people. I have had people till today say, Gautam, you changed my life. 
You introduced me to a speaker like Brian Tracy or Ron Kaufman or Marshall. I didn't have, I couldn't even afford to catch a flight to the US, let alone go there. You brought the world's best to India and the Gulf region. I was inspired. I attended that event. I've taken action and surrounded myself. And, and that transformation has happened thanks to something you created. So that those kind of stories that people have shared with me, that they've transformed personally or professionally, that's what inspires me each and every and gives me a drive. I mean, this challenge we're all going through, I mean, I sometimes ask myself, I have worked 12 hours a day for the last two months, excluding maybe Sundays. Wow. I've worked harder than I've ever worked. I have been more happier and fulfilled and yet no new, new revenue. I think about as in working harder than ever before with little or no revenue and yet I'm happier and more fulfilled than I've ever been. We've had over 7,000 people attend our webinars. That means I have impacted even in a small way 7,000 plus people sitting at my home embracing technology with something two months ago I'd never done a webinar. Wow. So that to me sort of um, you know what I'd say with you is the passion, the drive, the belief in myself and the value that I and right selection bring to the marketplace is what drives me every single day, you know. Correct, correct. Wonderful, wonderful. And one of the things that I really liked about what you said was your inner hunger, your inner passion to do something beyond just for me and my own personal needs. Though that, that is very important, but at the same time, just going beyond and wanting to serve the world around you, I think that hunger has sustained you you know, over the last two months. Okay. Yeah. Just one, one question I had, you know, when you have businessmen and leaders and even other people, they want to earn the money. You know, for example, there are people uh, who may have questions whether their job is going to even survive. Some people have been given the pink slip. I have spoken to a number of people who said that they've been told that you either take a, you know, 35% cut or you are told to leave the organization. What is the message you like to give them right now? What do you think they should do in this time of change? First and foremost, I would say in Marshall's language, whatever goes and happens in your life, what you perceive as positive or negative, the first two words when they are confronted with such a tough decision or that kind of an update is to say thank you. Say thank you, thank you and thank you. Wow. And to help you put it in perspective, Marshall Goldsmith would also share with me that there are thousands, if not millions of people who would pay money to have the problem that you call a problem. There are people who have been out of a job for so long, people who have been struggling. The mm. fact you have a job itself is something to be abundantly grateful for. Wow. So first and foremost is, is be thankful that you have a job, that you even have a decision to make that can I afford to take a salary cut? or lose my job. Secondly, you know, people said that transformation was happening to be organizations slowly but surely embracing technology. COVID-19 and Corona has fast-tracked what would have happened anyway over the next five years. It's happened in 60 days. People have been innovating, people have been creating, people have embraced technology. That even a friend of mine said the other day, he said, Gautam, I never went online for learning. I've been attending your webinars. And even when the world goes back to whatever kind of normal it is in the future, the webinar and online is now a part of my DNA, something I didn't know about or I did not know the value of. So people are embracing, people are becoming more familiar with, with online. Mm. To answer your question, I'd like to share one more point is, it goes back to the earlier question that it relates to, I, I personally stopped reading the newspaper since January 2009. I haven't read, I haven't even seen a newspaper 
So if the design has changed, the format changed, I have no clue. I do not read the newspaper. I do not watch the news. Through a personal ch challenge I went to in 2009, I was gifted a book called Yes Attitude by Jeffrey Gittermere. And chapter number one, the challenge was stop reading the newspaper 30 days and then see how you feel. And that to me was one of the best decisions I've made in my entire life. The news is 90%, if not 99% negative. There is nothing on that news going to say X thousand people are alive or X percent are this or let's celebrate. This is all about all the negative news. I mean, it's not telling you that 1.2 billion people are happy and healthy at home in India. It's telling you about the percentage of people who are who COVID-19 or the percentage of people who passed away. Not negating that. I'm just saying it doesn't highlight the positives, what we need to be grateful for and what we can focus on. And to me, stop reading the newspaper would be the first step I would I would suggest to each and every one of you. And just to answer your question very specifically, Bobby, um, is that if you have been told that you need to take a salary cut or that you may lose your job if things don't change, after you say thank you, you then say, what can I do about it? And it goes back again, surround yourself with right people. Who are you spending time with? Continuously learn. What can you learn that makes you stronger and a more valuable asset to your company? And if you lose your job, you're more valuable asset to your future company or your future entrepreneurship and take action. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing the insight. I just have one final question and the question is about your book. Your book is Breaking Bread, right? So can That's you tell us one message that would be so vital for people right now from that book? So Breaking Bread, the subtitle of Breaking Bread is building meaningful relationships for long lasting success. And I'll, I'll stress on the word again, the key word is meaningful. People talk of building powerful relationships, people talk of building connections, building your network. Build meaningful relationships for long-lasting success. So you have a golden opportunity in today's era to connect with people on the phone, on Zoom, virtually and get to know people in your network. So building Breaking Bread is all about a positive energy exchange between two or more people or where you exchange authentic, positive energy and you get to know each other so that you build what I call an emotional bank account and it's something which builds long-lasting success. Wonderful. And I think even that connects to, to the earlier question uh, that I'd asked you that if people are going to lose job, if they have had, if they have invested in building meaningful relationship, then automatically they can go and ask for help. Correct? And there are people Absolutely. who really want to help. Absolutely. Uh, Gautam, in case people want to reach you, we are definitely going to put the links. But if let's say people want to buy the book or they want to reach out to you for anything, how do they reach you? Thank you, Bobby. Yeah. So if you'd like to connect with me professionally, I encourage you to connect with me on LinkedIn. That's my the platform that I use for you know personal and professional connections. So that would be the platform. If you'd like access to the book, the soft launch of the book coming up will be available on GautamGanglani.com. So that would be the address you can connect with and uh, the book officially will be launched online between rightselection.com and gothamganglani.com. All right. Thank Gautam. you. Gautam, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, thank you so much for the message. I'm sure that all the listeners are going to enjoy this conversation. And most importantly, as you said, not only learn it, but apply it. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, Bobby. It's been a pleasure being on your show. Thank you so much, sir. Take care. Bye.